sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a dime from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's Hanson Tibbetts along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. As uh, we come to the end of uh, 2022 and the beginning of 2023. 365 days. 52, 52 bird shows uh, All right, every weekend. <clears throat> and uh, in our, what, 27th, 28th year? Can't remember, but something like that. Wow. That is a long time, Hanson. That's that's really cool. Yeah, that's, that's kind of fun. So here we are. Um and from time to time, we, we, try to, we try to look back, we look ahead, and we look at some of the highlights uh, of our birds of uh, 2022. So uh, you go first, uh, Chip. What are, you, what are you thinking? Well, Anson, it's <laughs> I'm going to start with a non-Vermont bird, if that's okay. Uh, I just I want to give a shout-out to the Stellar Sea Eagle, and <clears throat> mostly because... Um, this amazing bird is still being seen in New Brunswick a year later. So uh, the Stellar Sea Eagle first arrived on the scene sometime in December, I believe, um, was seen in Massachusetts, was seen in Maine, and then um, originally was seen in, in the Canadian Maritime and then came south and started working its way north and uh it's been a couple weeks but it has been seen in new brunswick and i'm hoping that that's going to be a bird that will will come back so that's that's i'd say you know even though it wasn't seen in vermont and i didn't see it <laughs> i gotta say that's like the the bird of the of the century for new england anyway you know that bird is um yeah because it was in Maine, Massachusetts, and now it's just hanging out in Canada right now for a while. But it's um, what a gorgeous bird, though. But it's it's way off course, right? Way off course. That yeah, that bird should be in Japan in the winter or <laughs> southern Russia. Yeah, way off course. Um, and let's see, it may show up again. Maybe maybe in Vermont on the Burlington Breakwater. You know, that's an outstanding bird for twenty twenty two. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, I didn't have any incredible, um, you know, incredible sightings or something new on my list, but uh, I continue to um, enjoy the bluebird. I'm, I'm going to say one of my favorite, probably every year is one of my favorite birds, but this year seemed to be a pretty decent year for the uh, the bluebird. And in, in fact, I like it when it, um, when it migrates south in the fall, a, a nice crisp fall day. And in huge numbers, it was coming through the farm this year. So I thought that was kind of neat for 2022. There must have been 15, 20, 25 uh, bluebirds, probably multiple families, uh, just hanging around for a few hours and then uh, probably heading to uh, to the southern climates. Yeah, that's a, always a, a fun bird to see. And, um, and this winter, I think I mentioned on a previous show, seen a couple of flocks this winter of 10, 12 birds. So, uh, you know, in the breeding season, we see a pair here and there, but, uh, yeah, during migration and, and in the winter now in Vermont, you can see some pretty good flocks. 
Yeah, I did get a note from um, South Burlington. Someone had one in, uh, in the middle of one of our snowstorms. So that must have been wow. beautiful to see the, the bluebird in the oh, middle okay. of a uh, fluffy uh, snowstorm. But yeah, in that in that region, um, Champlain Valley, from they'll they'll overwinter, right? They will. Yep, indeed. Yeah, they you know they largely eat fruit in the winter and in, in this uh, in New England anyway. Um, so yeah, they can they can tough it out. As can robins. I've, I've been seeing robins in Burlington uh, last couple of weeks as well. Yeah, good stuff. Well, we're talking about some of the birds of um, uh, 2022 as we come to the end and the beginning of a new year. Um, so what else you got, Chip? You, you, you took some trips. You must have saw some birds that on your um, outside of the borders of Vermont that must have been special. Yeah, for sure. Lots of great birds in Costa Rica. Um, you know, one thing that's fun in Vermont is um, <clears throat> this year we got we, there were no state firsts. There were no birds that were seen in Vermont this year that hadn't been seen previous years. But some some great great birds. Um, summer tanager. Do you remember that back in mm-hmm. April? There was a summer tanager in South Burlington, and this is a, a bird that's common um, south, like from southern New Jersey. Uh, into the south and into the southwest as well. So there was a, a molting male summer tanager in April in South Burlington. So that was uh, one of the southern birds that came north to Vermont. Um, and fairly recently, <clears throat> um, excuse me, a yellow-throated warbler. Um, not our common yellow throat, but yellow-throated warbler um, was seen um, around Thompson's Point in Ferrisburg. Um, in December, it may still be there. I don't know if anyone's looked for it again, but this is a beautiful southern species, similar range and similar habitat to summer tanager. Beautiful yellow throat, framed by uh, black markings on the on the side of the throat, and kind of a bridled pattern on the face. A very striking, beautiful warbler, um, seen you know every so often in Vermont. So that was another a good another good uh, visitor from the south. Mm, good stuff. Another special year uh, thing for this past year was, um, and you were there as well, you, you led the whole adventure, was when we um, captured some uh, sawwat owls down at the uh, Nature Center in Montpelier. I thought that was pretty special to have a really up-close uh, experience with an, just a, you know adorable, cute uh, sawwat owl. Yeah, it was a good season for sawwat owls. I think that night that we were together, Anson, with uh, banding owls, I think we just caught one, if I'm remembering correctly. But there were other nights where you know I think ten or more were caught in a single night, um, and I don't know what the final number was, but I'm guessing it was close to a hundred sawwet owls, all at the North Branch Nature Center uh, in the month of October, and it, it still blows me away that you know there here's a bird that we rarely hear or see. There's many birders. Uh, Who've, who've never had you know the chance to see one, and here they are migrating through um, you know the nature center geographically. There's nothing uh, about the location that you would suspect it would be a great place for sawwets, but I think it it speaks to that sawwets are everywhere <laughs> when they're migrating, <clears throat> and they do spend the winter too. There was just a, a sawwet owl on the Burlington uh, Christmas bird count, but yeah. Good year for sawwet owls. Not a bumper crop, but a, but definitely a healthy year. 
I got some breaking news outside my window. I, I have not had evening grosbeaks in years, and they have just arrived uh, at the bird feeder. Uh, a good number of them. They're having fun. They're feasting. Um, and so that's the first. I haven't seen that in many, many years. That's cool. So Yeah, that's that's a bird that this has been a great year for evening grosbeaks, or a great winter, I should say. Uh, I think there were a few around last winter, but yeah, great winter for evening grosbeaks. The Christmas bird count results I'm seeing. Um, lots of people are are uh, all over the state are seeing evening grosbeaks, which is, yeah, it, uh, it used to be such a common bird at feeders, and so now it's a, a rare treat. Yeah, they're sharing the space with uh, chickadees, white-breasted nuthatch, red-breasted nuthatch, and there's a uh, nice uh, hairy woodpecker that's on the suet. But they, and I have a a high bush cranberry, so they're they're looking uh, there. That's uh, a good flock of male and female, so it's kind of neat. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's kind of nice. nice. Well, there you go. So um, what do you hope to do in 2023, Chip? You got some plans? Oh, I do. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, leading some trips for the North Branch Nature Center, including Texas in April. I think I'm going to be in South America several times. Uh, it, it's a weird convergence, but I've got trips to Ecuador and um uh, hopefully Peru, Argentina. So uh, for me, it's, yeah, it's going to be some time in South America, believe it or not. Fantastic. Well, we hope everyone, I know it's been a rough stretch over the last couple of weeks with the, the weather in Vermont and, and with power outages and a lot of people, um, just a difficult time of year. And we, we congratulate all those line workers, all the emergency responders, the plow drivers, all those people getting back, getting people back and recovered and hopefully Things will go a little easier as we ease into 2023. Yeah, I hope as we flip the calendar, we'll, uh, it'll be smoother sailing. It was a bumpy holiday season for sure. You bet. Well, until next time, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Over the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. tweet.